This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 1-0. And that's driven pretty deep to center field. Going back on it, Jones still going back, looking up, and that ball is gone! A three-run home run for Carlos Correa to straightaway center field. And the Astros lead it 3 to nothing. My goodness, Robert, what a blast to straightaway center field. That is a long way at Comerica Park. And that's grounded sharply, and it gets past Harrison and skips in the right. Reddick scores. Springer scores. Bregman goes to third. Astros' lead is 5 to nothing. The pitch. And Springer drives this one pretty deep to center field, racing back on it. Jones still going back, looking up. It's off the base of the wall and kicks away from Jones. It kicks toward left center. Springer is on his way to third. Springer is being waved home. The throw to the infield, and there will be no relay. George Springer with an inside-the-park home run. The Astros lead it 9-2. to Well, what can't George Springer do? A 1-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. Oh, what a feeble swing on a slider down and away. And Colin McHugh strikes out the side. Four strikeouts in a row for McHugh as he completes two scoreless innings. Set at the belt. Now the pitch. And that's line caught by a diving Correa to his left. Shovels to second. And it's in time for a game-ending double play. What a play by Correa. The diving catch just before that hit the ground. And then flipping it to Diaz to end it as the Astros win their seventh in a row, defeating the Tigers 11-4. It's kind of fitting, isn't it? Correa with the three-run homer in the first and all the great defensive plays by the Astros and just showing more athleticism on that last one. There comes a time in everyone's life when talk is cheap and it's time to show up. To get back to the top and build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. Our team. And our city. This is why we play. This is who we do it for. Take it back. For tickets, go to astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9-ASTROS. Greetings from Comerica Park in Detroit, Michigan, where today the Houston Astros wrap up their three-game series against the Detroit Tigers. Astros in the middle of a six-game road trip that will also take them to Boston, and they're undefeated on this trip after winning the first two games here in Detroit, including an 11-4 win yesterday. George Springer, two hits, including a homer, scored three times. It led me Diaz, two for three with a home run. He drove in three as the Astros have won seven in a row and 10 of their last 11 Tigers have lost two in a row and five of nine. Astros 28 and 15. They're in first in the AL West, seven games ahead of Seattle, while the Tigers are 18 and 22. They currently sit eight games behind the Twins in fourth place in the AL Central. Time now for today's pitching matchup brought to you by Houston Methodist, the official health care provider for the Houston Astros, Houston Methodist leading medicine. Justin Verlander going for the Astros and he pitched in Detroit last year for the first time as a visitor. So this is old hat for him now. He's facing the Tigers for the third time. You know, I don't think it's ever going to be old hat for him. Yeah. And that's what I like about this game. When you're going for the sweep against a team and 
maybe you win the first two games and you may let your guard down just a little bit, he will never let his team let the guard down because he raises the bar of everybody. He goes out there with the intensity. Uh, he's going to go out there and try to show this Tigers team he's still the pitcher that they grew to love for all those years here. Meanwhile, Gregory Soto, left-hander, getting the start for the Tigers. He was called up earlier today, made his big league debut over the weekend on Saturday as a starter in the doubleheader. And he's basically an opener for this game. He's only on, on three days rest, and he's expected to, to make a start this weekend for Detroit. Yeah, maybe an opener plus. Uh, yeah, yeah, but you mentioned he's going to pitch Sunday. So they, Ron Gardenhire is saying that he's probably only going to pitch two innings. He's hoping for two innings anyway, and then come in with Nick. Nick Ramirez, who's a different style of left-handed pitcher. So the first guy throws gas, the next guy more of a change-up pitcher, changes speeds, but he'll get the bulk of the innings, Ramirez. Keys to the game brought to you by Honda. Visit your local Greater Houston Honda dealers for great deals on all models. Official sponsor of the Houston Astros. Well, you look at what's happened the first couple of games, and this Astros offense has done a really good job of really just keeping the pedal to the metal. Mm -hmm. A little different situation today. They've gotten starters out early the last two days. Obviously, it's by design today with the opener, but they've done a really good job of keeping the pressure on this Tigers pitching, this Tigers defense, and also on the Tigers bullpen. Yeah, it's the byproduct of really good individual at-bats. You know, and it just seems like everybody's going to go out there and, and try to find a pitch to drive. If they get it, you know, they're going to put their really good swing on it. If not, they're going to pass it along to the next guy. And, and what happens because of that, you start getting those pitch counts up of the opposing pitchers. And now the Astros in the third game of the series, after that's worked so well in the first two, We've got a bullpen in shambles with the Detroit Tigers trying to play the third game of this series. Coming up next, we'll have the manager show with A.J. Hinch presented by Waste Management. A little later, we'll hear from Aledmi's Diaz, but now this from your local station. What's even easier than hitting a home run into the Crawford boxes? Deep to left field, and you can kiss that good ball into the Landry's Crawford boxes. How about cracking open a delicious Crawford Bach? Carbox Crawford Bach pairs perfectly with peanuts, stadium dogs, and a good seventh-inning stretch. Plus, a portion of the proceeds from each beer goes to the Astros Foundation to support community initiatives. So root, root, root for the Astros with a cold Crawford Bach this season. How about the Houston Astros? Now, a visit with the manager. Brought to you by Waste Management for environmental solutions that deliver economical savings. Go to thinkgreen.com. Well, welcome back to Ashlaunch. Uh, another year older, another year wiser for AJ Hinch. Happy birthday, 45. How you feeling today? I feel good. I uh, um, another year older, yes. Wiser, we'll see as the year goes on. But I uh, uh, feeling good today. Obviously, it's a fun day. Michael Brantley and I share the same birthday, yeah. um, so I sent a text message to the boys last night when I set the lineup and told him as his gift I'm going to let him DH today so you know how that goes over there you go and he hated to be the DH early in the season but now he's done so well yeah he can't argue can no, he? no he can't really argue the numbers and and uh and it's fun the guys are having a good time with him and with me um you know I, I joked to them I said it's a good day in history when Michael Brantley and, and and me can celebrate a birthday together who else shares your birthday is there a celebrity that you know of so I remember growing up it was a big deal to me that George Brett and I really? have the same birthday I yeah so I remember you know in Oklahoma I grew up you know you watch the Royals and the and the Rangers and the Braves and the teams that were were semi-local or um I the Cubs the teams I could see on TV and and uh I always puff my chest a little bit that George Brett and I had the same birthday did you do you remember the first time you walked into a major league stadium and who you saw? Yeah, you know, well, my first time ever um, 
was was actually as a player. I never got to go to a major league really? stadium beforehand. No, I watched a lot on TV. I'd go to the AAA ballpark in Oklahoma City. I, I was there all the time. Uh, but yeah, stepping foot as a major leaguer was the first time that I'd been in a in a big league stadium, and um, you know it's it's special for me because I that 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 moment. Um, it's like when you feel like you make it. That's yeah. like when you when you you feel like you've arrived. And little did I know, uh, between then in 1998 and today in in 2019, the things I've been able to do at the major league level is pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. Corbin Martin made his debut the other day. Is there kind of a, a canned speech that you'll you'll come into guys with when they come in and on what to do in their debuts? Yeah, not really. I mean, I I spend a lot of time with these guys before their debuts. I mean, rarely will, will I get somebody that debuts on somebody I hadn't met. Josh James last year was the, one of the first players I've ever been around that I had never met oh, wow. prior to him walking in to make his major league debut. So I, um, that's unique. You know, I I really know the person by the time I I've spent some time in the spring with them or I know their their status and the prospect status, I can uh, try to tailor any sort of conversation with them. You know, I, I mostly want them to enjoy the day. It goes so fast, so much energy. It's the best night of sleep they'll get at the end of that major league debut. Yeah. They're so gassed at the end of the day. Um, I just want to remind them to soak it up and, and enjoy it. And um, when, you can, when you can follow that up with, with a, a plane ride like we did the other day with Corbin Martin and celebrating a big win, it's pretty cool. I want to say something about yesterday's game, and a lot of times George Springer does something really dynamic to start off a ball game. But yesterday it was a little bit more subtle. Kind of lengthy at bat here for Springer. Easily the most dangerous leadoff batter in all of baseball. He can beat you in so many ways. Right. It makes a pitcher feel uneasy right out of the gate. So from 0-2 to 3-2, the ninth pitch to Springer. That's inside ball four. How about that? for a plate appearance to start the game just grinding one out and Springer draws the walk well that sets the tone doesn't it really does he's incredible at bat and especially falling behind it's a tough place to see in the first at bat nobody really talks about that but the shadows are the worst in the big leagues and so you have to fight the good fight in at the beginning of the game and 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 George having a nine pitch at bat he draws the walk uh, fouled off a couple ugly swings just staying in the at bat um, really did set the tone. Bregman comes up, gets a first pitch fastball, and, and a couple seconds later, Correa hits the ball where the big men hit it in dead center field. And um, what a, what a, what a spark that the that a leadoff walk can lead to in this offense. Playing the Tigers right now, Justin Verlander gets a chance to pitch against his his old team for the second time. Did it last September as well. He just goes out there. It's all business, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. He, you know, last year I think it was the first time where I saw him break his routine. When we were here, they played a great tribute video yeah. to him. He stopped on the walk in from the bullpen. It's way out in left center field. And he soaked it up and, and watched the video, tipped his cap to the fans. The fans have been yelling for him um, nonstop since we got here. So I know it means a lot to him. I think the second time around it will be a little bit more business and, and a little less uh, of the parade and the welcome back type stuff. But it – uh, it will mean something to him every time he comes in the stadium, and and you know he's a tiger through and through, um, and somebody that 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 respects his time here and respects the the opportunities that that the Tigers organization gave him. Last thing I want to ask you about: you have two new hitting coaches. Your other hitting coaches got promotions to other ball clubs. Uh, we can talk about the numbers all day, but how have they made this uh, transition seamless? Yeah, they they work well together. You know, Alex Cintron was our first base coach, so one of the things that I liked as an advantage is he had a relationship with the players yeah. from the very beginning. So that that was helpful. Um, he's all invested on those guys. Troy Snicker comes up through the organization, highly acclaimed. That the the front office really pushed him as a coaching candidate when we had an opening. We interview him. He fits on this staff perfectly. 
um, as a young and aspiring and intellect uh, type who's got a long history in the game. His dad's a manager of the Braves. He grew up in a clubhouse. He's got some feel for, for players and is a really good coach. So I, those two work together, um, and they have, they have different strengths. They also have different approaches. And, that's and healthy, That's right? healthy because it, you, know, you have you know, 12 hitters, 13 hitters. We'll use up to 16, 18 hitters this year. Um, we have something for everybody as a coaching staff. All right, AJ, happy birthday. Good luck tonight. Thank you, Sparky. Breaking ball, next drill, deep to left field. Going back to, looking up, see you later! Grand slam for Olympus Diaz. And the Astros lead is 6-1. to one. Well, you're talking about a hanging breaking ball. Diaz takes advantage with an electrifying shot to left field. And that ball's hit well and hit deep to left field, and you can kiss it goodbye. Over the bullpens, a home run for Aledmis Diaz. First pitch to Aledmis is spanked out into right field, sending the right fielder Castellanos onto the warning track. He leaps, and that ball is out of here. A home run to right field for Diaz. He goes opposite field. And the Astros lead 7-0 on his fifth home run of the season. Wow, the fourth start for Altuve now at second base, and he has three homers. Wait, Diaz has picked it up, right? He really has. Welcome back. Robert Ford joined by Aledmis Diaz. Three home runs, last four games. Home run last night here in Detroit. And you're in a bit of a different role this year than you have been in the past. First three years with Toronto and St. Louis, mostly an, an everyday player. This year more of a, a utility guy, although you're playing more lately with Altuve on the IL. How have you adjusted to, to this new role? Yeah, it's just like, um, you know, I guess uh, it's, everything is new for me, so I just try to uh, be prepared, you know, like uh, be ready every day, you know, come early, hit in the cage, you know, extra ground balls in the field. Um, it's a different mindset, you know, but at the same time I have the chance to, um, you know, spring training, you know, to play a uh, different position. Uh, and right now I'm in a good spot, you know, I kind of feel like um, I get my timing back, you know, I, I get it like every day at bat, so it's going to be good for me. Who, is there anybody in particular, people who have helped you in terms of just making this transition to preparing to, to be in a, a more of a utility guy as opposed to playing every day? Yeah, I think like everybody, you know, like try to, you know, like uh, ask questions, you know, to everybody, outfielders, infield, uh, I think the coaching staff uh, is doing a great job for, with me, you know, like uh, Spada, you know, the Cintron, you know, like the hitting coach, like everybody, everybody's helped me and just try to get advice for everybody, try to learn. And I know AJ Hinch is usually pretty good about uh, letting you know when you're going to play and what, what to expect, right? Yeah, for sure. I think, like, uh, that was uh, part of the plan, you know, like, uh, to let me know, like, two, three days in advance, you know, what position I'm going to play in the week. And that's great for me, you know, especially from a mindset, you know, like, I have, like, two, three days to prepare in, you know, in different positions to be ready for the game. And you mentioned, you know, feel like you're getting your timing where you want it to be right now. Obviously, whenever you're getting regular at-bats like you are right now with Altuve out, that, that has to help. Yeah, I think you know. First of all, you know, we we want to do it back. You know, right. that's that's a guy we we need in the lineup. You know, but at the same time, you know, like I have the chance to to, to play every day. You know, in the last couple of games, uh, it's great for me. You know, I think like uh, I'm gonna be. You know, I, I'm able to. You know, like uh, you know, like see more the ball. You know, like um, prepare myself for everyday uh, duties. You know, but I think right now I'm in a great spot. How much 
how many more complications is proposed with all the shifting that the Astros do when you're moving around the infield? I mean, now right now you've been playing mostly second base, but when you're playing short or playing third, just knowing your responsibilities with all the shifts. Yeah, for sure. It's tough. It's tough. You know, I think that uh, it's, it's more mental, you know, like uh, anticipation, you know, like uh, pre- uh, play a different position like every day. It's like that's why I have a lot of respect for guys that in the past will play a different position because it's, uh, it's tough, you know, like be able to, uh, you know, anticipate like the, the, the play before it happened, you know, and uh, and just uh, you know learn to fly, you know. So uh, you just try to be prepared, you know, like uh, uh, anticipation, you know, like no always hitting, you know, like uh, what position I have to play in the in the field and uh, be ready for the play. How you how you're liking Houston so far? I don't know how much you've gotten to see of the city at this point, but but are you, are you enjoying being in Houston right now? Yeah, I love it. I love it. I think like you know like be part of this team is uh, it's amazing. You know, like uh, you know came every day to the park with the mindset we're gonna win. And, uh, you know, like, you can see, like, that you know, environment in the clubhouse is the same as you see in the, the field, you know. Mm-hmm. Everybody, like, pushing each other, you know, like, try to be better. And, uh, you know, the fans is great, you know. I like, have the chance to play the first month and a half, and uh, I love the fans in Houston. We're, I mean, obviously, you saw this team on the other side the last couple of years. Your expectations and your thoughts about the Astros matched up to with what you've experienced so far? Yeah, for sure. I think, like, you know, like, first class, you know, like, everybody's, like, uh, try to get better every day. You know, you see guys, like, one MVP, and they work, you know, every day hard, you know, and then this just make you, like, a better person and a better player. Now, I saw Clayton Kershaw was on the uh, Ellen Show the other day, surprising a, a fan. I know you're a big fan of the Ellen Show. I've heard you have an open invitation to to go on the show. Still, still not happening though. Uh, no, I think like we're gonna leave there. You know, I don't, <laughs> it's gonna be too nervous for me, especially if I had to throw there. Uh-huh. So like he did. Uh, then so you'd be throw. nervous having to throw on on that show. You throw on TV every every game you play. It's this different. It's different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, I love the, I love the show. The show. I see that. Uh, you know, like Kershaw uh-huh. throwing. You know, so that was great. That was great. <laughs> All right, let me see. Yes, thanks for joining us. Glad you're here. Thank you, man. There comes a time in everyone's life when talk is cheap and it's time to show up to get back to the top and build a legacy if we grind together we can take it back our team and our city this is why we play this is who we do it for take it back for tickets go to astros.com tickets or call 1-877-9-ASTROS Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.